Welcome to the Nurse Becoming Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Guarneri from the Resume Rx, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to empowering and encouraging nurses along your path of professional and self discovery. As a nurse practitioner, mom, and business owner, I'm on a mission to help you figure out how to leave your lasting impact on the world, all while bravely and fearlessly growing along the way. Join me for honest conversations and inspiring stories about personal and professional growth, all through the lens of nursing. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Nurse Becoming Podcast. It's your host, Amanda Guarneri. Thanks so much for being here today. I am recording in a different location today. My husband has the day off from work, so he's watching the kids. And so I went to his office where there is nobody else because it's technically a work holiday. And it's just really nice to be in a different space and not have to worry about a baby crying or any ambient noise. So I just wanted to share that with you. I'm in a different place. I'm feeling a different type of inspiration. And I'm excited to talk to you today about mentorship, which I feel like I get asked about a fair amount because a lot of us want people in our lives who can really help us work through things that are challenging. And especially in the professional realm, when we are new at something or we're transitioning to a new role or whatever that looks like, we know that having a mentor can be so helpful. But we don't really know all the time what that really means or how to find a mentor or what to expect from a mentoring relationship. So what I wanted to do in today's episode is really break all that down for you so that you can have a better understanding about what the concept of mentorship is, whether or not it's right for you, what type of mentoring relationships exist, because there are several different categories that I've identified that I'm going to break down for you so that you can kind of get a good idea about whether you have a mentor already and you don't know it or whether you're kind of in the market for one of these mentoring type relationships. So we'll also talk about kind of why mentoring is important, the benefits of mentorship. It's likely that you understand that it's a good thing. It probably has a positive connotation in your mind, but I'd really love to kind of break down what the research says about the benefits of being in a mentoring relationship or or having a mentor. So why is mentorship important is the first question that I think that I'd like to answer for you. There are so many different benefits to having a mentor or a mentoring relationship, whether it's a one-on-one mentor or a group setting. And one of the biggest benefits is that it helps us overcome imposter syndrome or the discomfort of being new at something. And if you're not familiar with imposter syndrome, uh, it's something that I've talked about in an earlier episode of the podcast. I don't have the number on hand, but I'll link it in the show notes. Imposter syndrome is what can happen to us when we are new at something and we feel like a fraud. We feel like we aren't deserving of the opportunity. We feel like we don't know what we're doing. And even though we are prepared, even though we are are not a fraud, we're not actual imposters, but it's kind of this phenomenon that can take over our brains and, and keep us stuck and keep us from achieving our full potential. A really good example of this, if you're a parent or you've ever known a parent, they may have told you the story of, or if you're a nurse in labor delivery, you might understand this too. Um, parents who go home 
with their first baby from the hospital and feel like they are completely unqualified to take the baby out of the hospital. And it's basically this feeling of shock, like, what are you doing? I'm supposed to be responsible for this baby now. I have no idea how to do this. And that's just a really good example of imposter syndrome in a different realm of life. But it can certainly show up in the professional setting and having a mentor has been shown to be one of the keys or one of the components that helps people push through imposter syndrome. So if you're not super familiar with that concept, do click over to the show notes. I'll link to the previous episode that we did about imposter syndrome. I think it will be really helpful for you. So another benefit to having a mentor is that the existence of the relationship, having that person in your life, this can help boost or accelerate your confidence in whatever you're new at or whatever you're adjusting to. And we're really talking about professional relationships and most likely, you know, being a new nurse or a new NP or in a new role. Like we're talking about being in a new clinical environment or a new working environment as a healthcare provider. So that's something that we need to work at when it comes to being confident in that role as we're transitioning and adjusting to that role. And having a mentor can really accelerate that process of going from lacking confidence to being more confident. Another benefit to having a mentor or being in a mentoring relationship is that this can really help combat or work against burnout. Having a mentor or being part of a community can really help you pick up on any early warning signs of burnout Uh, and can also validate the experiences that you're going through. And this can really help you cope with whatever experience you're going through. Because sometimes even when work settings are are good for us and, and lead to good things, most of these things start out feeling uncomfortable. We don't necessarily start off going to even our dream job every day feeling really happy like everything is going right. It's something that's uncomfortable and, and we may not know what is normal in that kind of range of discomfort and having someone, having a safe person to go to that you have this type of relationship with can be really helpful so that you know if you're experiencing what other people are experiencing because there's some healing in that to know, okay, everyone feels this way during their orientation or whatever it is. So let's talk some more about some benefits of mentors. So mentors can provide different types of clinical support, right? Because we're talking for the most part about clinical relationships. So mentors can help you with clinical topics. They can help you brainstorm. They can help you learn skills. They can help you go through that medical decision-making process and coming up with a treatment plan and interpreting diagnostic tests, especially if you're an NP. They can help you with emotional support as well. So you know, I talked about the role transition being difficult in some instances and in many instances. So that mentor can really help you process emotionally as you're going through that particular transition. They can also help you nurture your leadership skills and kind of encourage you as you take on new opportunities and and navigate that. They can help you with your professional communication skills at basically any area of professional or personal growth related to the workplace. A mentor can help you on that journey. And You may be wondering, what does it mean to have a mentor? What type of relationship are we really talking about? And there are three different types of 
categories of mentor relationships that I'm going to break down. Before I do, I'll say that mentoring relationships can either be one-on-one, meaning one mentor, one mentee, or they can be in a group setting. So that could be a group of peers, or it could be one mentor with a group of many mentees. So you'll see a few different types of formats of how many people are in the relationship as I break down the categories. The three main categories, which I'll tell you first and then break them down individually, the three main categories are natural or organic relationships. The second is formal mentoring relationships. And the third is peer mentoring relationships. And I'm going to go through each one so that you can actually envision what it actually looks like to have a mentor and how you can potentially get one for yourself and what type feels like the best fit for you. Friends, I am very excited to announce that the NP Society is officially open to new members. Right now, we are in the middle of our launch week, and I am so, so excited to invite you in. If you are ready to become the NP you always wanted to be, then the NP Society is the place for you. This is a community membership that is designed for nurse practitioners and students to thrive beyond the clinical setting. I want you to know that this is a safe space that I have created for you. Membership includes access to our off-Facebook chat community, as well as weekly virtual events that include guest expert masterclasses, social meetups, self-care classes, and clinical case study roundtable discussions. Listen, this is the first organization that puts the professional at the center, and I can't wait to meet you inside. The NP Society will always be open to new members, but we are having special pricing and bonuses until Monday, May 3rd to celebrate our launch week. For all the info, go ahead to thenpsociety.com or click on the link in the show notes. Again, that's thenpsociety.com or click on that episode description wherever you're listening, tap into the show notes and follow the link in there. I cannot wait to meet you inside. So the first category being natural or organic relationships. So this really is a relationship that naturally develops with someone who typically is a little bit senior to you, oftentimes in the workplace. And it's something that just evolves naturally over time. And the relationship isn't necessarily formal, like there's not necessarily a label put onto it saying, okay, now you're my mentor, I'm your mentee. You may not even have set meetings or check-in times, but you have this designated safe person who you can go to with your clinical or professional concerns. And this is a really good thing to have on your radar, by the way, when you're looking at new positions, like if you're interviewing or or going through the interview and hiring process, see if you can identify people who would potentially be able to help you in this role. This type of relationship typically evolves as a professional friendship, I would say, where the mentor doesn't have to be way more experienced than you. They can just really be a few steps ahead. So that's the first category, natural slash organic mentor. The second category is a more formal or service-based mentoring relationship. Now, this type of relationship typically involves some sort of monetary exchange. So essentially, you would pay or hire someone to be your personal mentor. And this could be in a one-to-one relationship or in a group program capacity, whereas there's one mentor with a bunch of 
mentees who also get the opportunity to interact with one another. Now, this type of relationship definitely has its own benefits. Since it's a service and paid type of relationship, there's generally more accountability, more check-in, a more defined relationship with a bit more structure to it because you know, there's been a service exchange. And and typically that mentor has likely designed either a curriculum or a format to what the relationship looks like. So they've put time and effort and thought into what type of mentoring relationship they're going to deliver to you. So if you're someone who thrives with accountability and benefits from this structured type relationship with some clear expectations and and outcomes, then this might be a really good fit for you. So I want to give an example of this using my business. So you know that I'm a nurse practitioner, but this is also a business for me, the Resume RX. So I over the years have worked with a business coach. Um, I've worked with a business coach one-on-one, and I've also worked with a business coach in a group format where there's one coach and several business owners where we get the opportunity to work together and also work one-on-one with the coach. So I hire a business coach who helps me talk through problems and brainstorm solutions, et cetera. And you know, the fact that this is how the relationship is set up, you know, I first of all, I have skin in the game, right? I've paid her. So I will automatically feel a little bit more of a commitment to the follow-through, to the execution of the things that she suggests to me as I'm working through any of my business questions or business problems. Also, since I've hired her to be my mentor, there's an expectation of the relationship exchange, right? It's been predefined how often we'll check in and and the boundaries of how she's available to me when I need help. And it wouldn't really be acceptable for her to ghost me and we're not just going to drift apart because I'm paying her regularly and there's, you know, a set up relationship there. So, that's an example of really how a formal or a service-based relationship works for mentoring. And this can be for clinical mentors too. I just think it's a good example to use in business so that you can hear how that really is set up. The third type of category is a peer mentoring relationship. And I think that I wouldn't underestimate the power of a peer mentoring relationship because the benefits of connecting and utilizing your peers to go through and process something is so tremendous. So to define a peer, a peer would be someone who's at a similar stage as you, right? So this might be someone who's also a new graduate NP or also an NP student or also a new nurse, depending on whatever professional stage you're at. You know, your peers don't necessarily have to be the same age as you. In this case, we're talking about people who are at the same level of experience as you. And a big benefit to this is you know, peer mentors can also serve as really great accountability partners. And you really have complete ownership over what you want the relationship to look like. So it's it's not like the second option where you've, you know, paid someone more experienced to mentor you. It's not like the first option where you've kind of like had this natural relationship develop that you're not labeling as a as a mentoring relationship necessarily. But in this type of peer mentoring relationship, you can say to someone, hey, do you want to be my accountability partner? Or hey, do you want to set up something where we check in regularly about X, Y, or Z? And you can kind of have that formal type of structure without having to necessarily find someone who is very far ahead of you in terms of experience. And this setup works one-on-one, it works in a group, and you can decide what you want that 
relationship to look like. So it could be something where you have set check-in meetings where you meet over Zoom on a you know, every week or every other week, or it could be a little bit less formal, less intrusive, where you have a group chat or a one-on-one chat where you know that you can hop into the chat and really get support or seek solutions with whatever you are going through. And another huge benefit is that if you are connected to someone who's a peer and you're, you have someone who can validate your experience, right? So you can say, hey, are you going through this too? If you've just started your job and you're you know, staying late to finish charts or or something comes up that you weren't expecting, it can be really helpful to to just run it by someone else and to validate whether it's normal and not saying that all those things are going to be normal, but also find out if something isn't normal, right? So I think that that can be really, really important and and almost more helpful if you're not in the same workplace, right? Because you can see how things are happening in different places and and really get more of a global feel of of how others are experiencing the same type of stage professionally but in different in different settings. And I think regardless of what type of relationship you choose in terms of these three categories, the main benefit is that you will have someone or more than one person to help you process through your challenges and celebrate your wins. I think that, you know, I can't say that enough and emphasize enough how important it is to have people who are in your corner who you can go to for support and you can go to for solutions. And, you know, the work itself is up to you, right? Like you need to learn the the new clinical arena that you're in. You need to learn how to go through your day. Um, you need to learn how to do all that on your own. You're not necessarily going to be asking the mentor to to give you the answers. They're going to help you figure out how to work through it yourself, right? So it can just be really helpful to have you process through whatever scenario you're going through. And like I said, a mentor is not someone who you'll go to to give you all the answers, but rather someone that you can go to who will help you figure out your own answers. So to recap, benefits to a mentoring relationship, there are so many, including helping with role transition, working through imposter syndrome, and really accelerating your clinical confidence. And the three main types of mentoring relationships tend to be organic, meaning they develop naturally over time, kind of like a professional friendship, uh, a formal mentoring relationship, which usually involves hiring someone one-to-one or being part of a small group mentoring experience. Um, and then the third is that peer mentoring relationship, which is more of an accountability partner or a small group, typically at the same level of experience, same stage where you help each other process through your transition, whatever that transition looks like. So hopefully this has been helpful. I do want to say that if you are an NP or an NP student and you're interested in being part of a community of like-minded folk with access to a few of these types of mentoring relationships on the inside, then I would love, love, love for you to join me in the NP Society. This is my latest community that I have been working on that is currently open for enrollment. We are in the middle of a big launch week right now as you listen to this in real time. This means we're featuring our launch pricing and a few extra surprise bonuses as well. So I would love for you to check it out, see if it's a good fit for you. We would absolutely love to have you. And you can get more information and enroll at thenpsociety.com. Or I'll also put that link in the show notes so that you can 
head there when you are done doing whatever you're doing now. Please don't click on any links if you're driving, but whenever you are in a good spot to take a few minutes to read about this opportunity, head to the npsociety.com and hopefully I will see you on the inside. Remember, always rooting for you and I will catch you again next week. Well, that does it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and making it all the way to the end. If you found today's episode helpful, would you take a minute and give me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts? It will truly help other nurses find this show and know that it's worth listening to. For more information about this episode, as well as a place to submit your questions or suggestions for future episodes or guests, head to nursebecoming.com. I cannot wait to connect with you again soon. And until next time, remember, I am always rooting for you.